Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's go, we on the road, the next stop, the Super Bowl, hell yeah, you know we on, we built to do this all night long, who that, who that say they gon' beat them Saints, they lie. they can try but in the don't we know they Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who that? And welcome back to the Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm Russ, as always, Brendan Ertel. Uh, today we're breaking down the Saints Cardinals game on Thursday night football. I'm currently recording this on Sunday morning, uh, football morning. Um, haven't had much to say these past couple of days. It's been kind of a, a speechless past couple of days and uh, embarrassing, depressing, everything you want to say about this team, it is. And uh, they said at two and five. And the season may be on the brink. It may have already ended. But going into seven weeks of this season, I did not expect this team to have two wins. And those two wins be pretty much uh, games that could have went the other direction. But overall, what a Thursday night. It started out great. Andy Dalton deep bomb to Rashid Shaheed. That was really exciting. Then the Saints go down and score again with with Taysom. Um, they jump on an early lead. Uh, Cardinals come back and tie it with a banged-up defense. Uh, all of the corners are out. Cardinals go down, tie it up, good two-point conversion. It's, it's 14-14. And then from that point moving forward, it was an absolute collapse. I thought when we were up, when we had those first two touchdowns, I was like, dang, we're going to win this game. This is a game that we can win and should win. Uh, it's got to execute moving forward. And it, it it's just an absolute collapse. An absolute collapse. A red zone pick by Andy Dalton. Then, a dropped pass by Marquez Callaway that Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry would have kept caught. No question about it. Uh, that's dropped, picked, six. And then... There, there's a rush. There's a sense of urgency after that pick. And yeah, I get it. There was two minutes left. And then Andy Dalton throws a pass that probably shouldn't have been thrown. He got hit as he threw. But gets hit. Intercepted. Took back again for six. And then all of a sudden the Saints have dug themselves a 14-point hole. And a hole that they could never get out of 
and I don't expect them to get out of a 14-point hole. They're too injured. The defense is too injured. There's no consistency on offense. The Arizona Cardinals coming into this game were 2-4, and four, season on the brink. Similar to us, they should have been 1-5. and five. They should have lost the Raiders. The Raiders absolutely collapsed. And this Cardinals team has pretty much one quality win. And uh, that was against the Raiders. And in, in that game, they scored the season-high 29 points. Last, last week against Seattle, they scored 9 points. We all remember what we did to the Seattle offense and the Seattle defense. 9 points. This week, they get 42. And the offense helped out with that a lot. They, they did. But the defense, not good enough. And here's what I'll say first. The defensive line. The linebackers. They're healthy. The secondary, I get it, was absolutely dismantled. You're missing Q, uh, cornerback 1, 2, and 3. Alante Taylor has to come in and play. Uh, Chris Harris had to come in and play. Justin Evans was playing. Uh, that have that leaves no excuse for the front seven to be pretty much as silent as they were. And in the run game for the Cardinals, they were great. This is a team that doesn't run the ball very well with running backs, and and they they did in this game. This is. A game where you expect your defensive line linebackers to step up just because you know how dismantled you are in the back end. You need to have a great game on the front. And they just didn't. They didn't. And when the defensive line did make plays, there was holding in the in the in the secondary. And those got called back. Eno Benjamin, not a household name. Twelve carries, ninety-two yards. A touchdown. Kyler Murray, 7 carries, 30 yards. Keontae Ingram, 9 carries, 14 yards. And that was pretty much it. They had 137 yards on the ground, and pretty much all came from Eno Benjamin. They didn't even have James Conner. DeAndre Hopkins, his first game back, you kind of expected him to be forced the ball just because they really had no one else. 10 receptions, 103 yards. The next leading receiver had one reception for 31 yards. So if I told you those stats, I would say that sounds like 20 to 30 points in that range. But they have 42 because the offense helped. The Saints offense, that is. So now this is where I sit here and I'm kind of speechless. Like what's next in terms of Saints football? Ian Rapport reported before the game that one, the Saints would have a ton of starters returning after this mini bye week. So what does that mean? Mike and Jarvis? That'd be phenomenal. We haven't seen them since week three. And it seems like we haven't really seen them at all. Besides that week one game. And that's part of the frustrating thing. You have these high-priced, high-name, high-character guys that just aren't on the field. And it's like we're playing with the team we had last year again. But we have great players. That is the most frustrating thing about this year going into last year is last year we didn't have great players. This year, we have great players. They're not playing great. They're not even playing. And a lot of them are on the field and just haven't performed. And a lot of them have dealt with injury and whatnot. So, 
now after this performance, I mean, I'm coming kind of embarrassed. Like moving forward, what happens? This is the first two and five start for the Saints since Sean Payton was suspended. Like we really miss him. And do I blame it all on Dennis Allen? I mean, no, you can't. But some blame has to go on him. The open field tackling in this game was awful. Like awful. Like I'm, I think I could. If you threw me a screen pass, I think I could break a tackle. I don't know what is going on with that defense, with the decline it's had. I know there's some injuries on that side of the ball, but there's more injuries on the offensive side of the ball, and they're still put find a way to put up points. I mean, it's not pretty, but it's not ugly like the the defense has looked. I mean, you expect, and I've always been a def- the Saints defense line believer. I've always been a Cam Jordan believer. I've always been a Marcus Davenport believer because when you turn on the tape, it does flash. It does show that Davenport's getting pressures, Cam's getting pressures, they're stopping the run, it looks good. This game, none of it. Not much pressure. When there was pressure, obviously, it got called back from holding because the defense had to hold to give the defense line any kind of time to get there. Stopping the run was non-existent. And now I sit here and say, the defensive line is becoming a huge issue. Running the football, passing the football, they're just starting to get gashed. And it's teams that you don't expect to do it to them. And before the season even started, we said, this defense will go as far as the D-line will take them. And it hasn't changed from last year. The defensive line was great last year. They dominated. There was a point in the season where they weren't as good, and then they flipped on the switch, and they were phenomenal. We haven't seen it at all this year. Like, at all. And Davenport, I get it. There's there's games where you're, you're not going to get a sack. There's games where you're unlucky. The press, There's pressure elsewhere and someone else gets a sack or uh, the ball comes out or the play is going the other direction. I'm tired of the excuses with this guy. I'm tired of him. We need to see, we need to see like stats. Like every other team that isn't good is getting production from their good players. Brian Burns is one of the hottest trade target names right now. He's getting stats. Davenport's not. Cam's not. Peyton Turner's not even playing. Like, I'm tired of making excuses for these guys. We should very well be 1-6. We should have lost the Falcons. And we could have lost the Seahawks, too. Extremely frustrating. You expect these big-name players to, to go out there and play well. And we just haven't seen it at all. And we're becoming kind of an embarrassment in this league. Like, I don't want to play on primetime. I don't want to be embarrassed moving forward. And I'm sure a lot of you, you are embarrassed as well. That's why I was kind of speechless. Thursday night, we look like that. Like, that's what we look like. And it, it, we scored 34 points. But it, it didn't it didn't look pretty. Didn't look good. Andy Dalton, Ian Rapport also before the game. That the Saints are going to stick with or have a chance to stick with Andy Dalton if uh, he, he continues to play well, limit the turnovers, because he's been like a calming influence in the offense. And I, I completely agree. He's been a calming influence, and in, uh, the offense has kind of settled down a little bit and started to run the ball a little bit better, and the passing game is starting to evolve a little bit. But then they just have a collapse like that. You just can't do that. 
You just can't. And that the Cardinals didn't. The Cardinals just have been average all year long. And they just found a way to just blow past us in this game. And it's embarrassing. And it really doesn't get any hard, any easier, I'll say. You got the Raiders, then the Ravens. And then at that point, your season is going to be over or you're starting to make a comeback. Because 2-5, and five, I've been asked every week, are you pressing the panic button? I don't even think there's a panic button anymore. I think it's just... I, I, there's not even words. There's not even words to describe what this team should have been and is not. So, moving forward, is this is the season over? I don't know. What are your thoughts? Because I've seen teams go on runs before. The NFC is weak, but I keep saying that every week. And if I had faith in this team to do it, sure. Like, if they come out and beat the Raiders and Ravens, that'd be phenomenal. And that'd be, like, season-changing. But then they're only 4-5. and five. You know what I mean? Like, those would be two A-plus wins, but then you're sitting at 4-5 and five still. You're not even at 500. You've dug yourself this extremely deep hole. Extremely deep. And now you sit at the point where fans want to trade players... I kind of want to trade players. It doesn't make sense to trade players. And the frustration around all this doesn't get any better when you traded your first round pick to the best team in the NFC. So, no, you're not going to tank. You cannot tank. You You can't let another team have a top five pick because your season just went south. They got to find a way to start winning. They have to find a way. Now, Adam Schefter didn't really report anything, but he kind of mentioned that the Saints could be a team that could be trading players. Um, And he mentioned Marcus Davenport. If they want to stockpile some picks, that makes sense for them because they're obviously thin on picks. No first this year, no second the year after uh, because they moved up and got Olave. They moved up and got the extra first. So, do the Saints do that? They could if the price was right, but... The dead money cap hit with most of these players that are would have value on other teams is just too immense. So I think it would have to be a more beneficial trade package for the Saints to move a guy like Davenport just because his cap hit. If someone would call about, you know, Andrews Pete or Cam Jordan, I just don't think you can do it just because the the way the money is set up in their books. So they've they've dug themselves a hole. And there's no excuse moving forward. You gotta start winning and if you get Mike and Jarvis back next week that'd be phenomenal but how frustrating has it been that all last year no Michael Thomas we're sitting here with Marquez Callaway we're sitting here with Traquan Smith and then we go out and get Alave Mike Thomas Jarvis and it feels like 80 80 90% of the games that we've played has been Traquan and Marquez Callaway and Alave. I think Alave's been our best player. I'm not going to justify trading a future for future first, especially when your seasons look like this. But I think what you got, like they they had to hit on those picks last year. Those being Alave and Penning. And I think Alave's a home run. I think he's been your best player. 
And I think your two best players have been Alave and Pete Warner. Two Ohio State kids. And consistently, Alave's been open. He's made catches. Uh, he leads almost every wide receiver category on the Saints. Uh, you just didn't really expect that. I kind of expected the depth chart to look more in favor of Mike and Jarvis just because they're veterans and you can't expect a rookie to take on this huge role. But yet, here we are, Alave, carrying the shoulders of Mike and Jarvis because they're injured. And that that's okay if they're injured. But it's just frustrating that we're here in this spot again. Could the season look different if we didn't have these injuries? If Lattimore played this game, if uh, obviously we've had the wide receivers, if we had the cornerback depth, would we look at a different season? I mean, maybe. We could maybe be closer to 500. I don't think it'd be like a total flip of the switch and be five and two instead of two and five but I think you've got some major questions moving forward and the preview for this next podcast is going to be the Raiders one and we're going to, have to talk about who starts a quarterback and I don't know I think you have to give Jameis a shot I think Andy's been good but he hasn't done anything to keep his spot moving forward he had three picks so what does Andy do now that Jameis doesn't? Because Jameis can really work the two-minute drill, and it seems like we've had to do that a lot this year because we've been down so much. Um, I think Jameis is good at that. I think he has value uh, in the deep passing game. I think he's looked good with Alave. In terms of long-term future, I don't think your quarterback of the future is on the roster. And I, we better hope and pray that Sean Payton comes back and we can get a really good return for him. Or it's not going to be looking good moving forward. I still do think the Saints can find a way to win six to seven games. I mean, they only have to win four more games to get the six wins. So I hope to God that they can. And they should win healthy. Hopefully this team can make a little bit of a run. Hopefully they can at least get things back on track and not be one of the top ten worst teams in the NFL. That'd be nice. Even if they don't get to the playoffs, if they show some improvement... If they continue to get better, that's all I really care about at this point. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We'll have a preview this week for the Raiders. uh, Halloween game, that'll be exciting. Hopefully we can get the team back on track. And as always, I appreciate you guys' love and support. And I'll see you guys next episode. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Let's go! We on the road! The next stop! Don't we know that?